Hello and welcome to the Emerald Gamescast. Not episode 40 this time. We're actually doing a side episode. My name is Nolan. With me as always is... I'm Janelle. And? I'm Alex. And uh, today, for the first time ever, listeners, we actually have a special guest. Sorry, or should Frankie. I say... <laughs> Sorry, Frank. <laughs> yeah, Frank is a special guest too, but... But this is a um, much more special guest than Frankie. A grand guest. <laughs> I'm going to say a grand guest. <laughs> we have I like it. a streamer with us today by the name of Grand Pooh Bear. Um, you may have heard of him from some Super Mario Maker 2 stuff, most likely. Um, but more recently, some Fall Guys stuff. How you doing? Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, happy to be here. Excited. Excited to be doing a, a nice local podcast here in, in my home state. So, you know, very, very happy. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. We're super excited to have you too. Uh, listeners, obviously, you know, we haven't really had a, a guest appearance quite like this. Um, we were actually pretty surprised to be to be contacted out by Red Bull, which is, you know, <laughs> Grand Poobers sponsor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. I uh, know they 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 love shoving us in front of every everyone they can. So they're they're hitting all angles. You know what I mean? They yeah. they love it. Yeah. No. This morning it's kind of funny. This morning's actually just been like one after the other after the other after. Oh really? So, yeah. Wow. It, it was just. I mean, the funniest part was like one was the TV. I didn't know what any. I didn't know what any of these was. Like I literally didn't realize this was a podcast until just now. <laughs> uh, so like it was one was for print, one was for TV, and then this one. So it's it's been it's just been really it's been a fun morning. Yeah, it's been a fun morning. I really well, enjoyed it. So. We're honored that you were willing to to take time in our, our rinky dink little podcast. No, um, absolutely. You know what? All podcasts are rinky dink until they're not. You know what I mean? Like that's sure. how the game goes, you know? That's that's how it is. That's yeah. content. That's content creation. Like it's you're only rinky dink until people want to listen to you and then you're not, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it works. Yeah, it's weird. Our email is usually just full of like someone, like one of the three of us signed in notifications. <laughs> from Red Bull, it was like, what, what the hell happened? So speaking of what did happen for um, people who don't know or who might not be familiar with the stream, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Maybe your story? Uh, yeah, I'm Grand Pooh Bear. I am a uh, speedrunner slash uh, gamer uh, on Twitch. I really specialize in really, I like really, really difficult and hard games and hard challenges and hard speedruns. Um, and I like to make them look easy and graceful and as if they're <laughs> not hard for me at all. Um, that, that's what I really like to do. It's, it's uh, very fun for me to challenge myself. Uh, in those ways and so it's something that I really really love and uh, yeah I've been doing it I've been on Twitch now for seven years coming up on eight years and I've been wow full -time, I've been full-time for four years in December so um, yes yeah, so I've been doing this for a while now I mean in in the grand scheme of playing video games on the internet it's I've, I've gotten to I've been lucky enough to cover a good amount of the time that we've been doing this as a career so yeah you've kind of been That's around awesome. this whole phenomenon it's well it's, you know what's fun it's so funny because when i first started i was like shit i'm sorry i don't know if i can curse on you, you can you can yeah oh, you can sorry, you're fine i was going to anyway so don't worry <laughs> uh, uh, yeah that's, that's the big thing. when people are like oh you can't curse me you're like too bad i'm going to um but uh you know um yeah no it's kind of funny because when i started i was like i was like man i'm so late to the game and it's so hard to find you know I, I, like all these things you hear people talking about now it's so hard to find like we felt that 
2013 already you know what i mean so it's just a it's a very common feeling that like you're always going to be late to the game but really truthfully you're never late to the game you're always right on time whenever you're ready to, to make the content so uh it's it's kind of funny how i went from feeling like a very twitch noob to now i'm i'm I've been on Twitch for more than half its life now, you know what I mean? And it's kind of weird how that feeling is, has changed um, so quickly in, in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. So you've been around for a while and it's funny what I know you as, as one of the, the Kaizo speedrunner guys. Yeah. Um, and do you think maybe just cause I, if you can humor us, I want to hear your in definition of what uh, a Kaizo level or a Kaizo game is uh, for audience listeners that might not be familiar with it. Yeah, so Kaizo, in its basis of its term, it means rearrange and, um, in, in Japanese. And what, but we've kind of adopted Kaizo to, to mean a very specific type of level design, mostly related to Mario. That being said, it's, it's expanded out like other, genre, uh, other games now are picking up the term Kaizo and they're kind of using it. But, but basically the idea of Kaizo in my mind, and this is how I would define it, is you, there's one set path and there's no extra items. There's no extra enemies. There's no extra uh, power-ups. There's nothing to help you. Everything that is presented to you on a screen is going to be used to, for you to accomplish your goal. Nothing is going to be extra. If you see a turtle, you're going to have to interact with that turtle. If you, if you see a power-up, you're going to have to get it and never lose it. You know what I mean? Things like that. So it's just a very specific, rigid format of level design that is kind of against everything that you would learn and say a level design, you know, in, in, in school, like if you went to school to make video games, it's, it's very against everything that you would say. It's, it's hard. It's trolly. We features, you know, hidden blocks and enemies flying from the ceiling and things you have to memorize things that you're going to kill a lot of, uh, a lot of in my, and what I love to call die to learn, you have to, you have to literally die to an enemy and physically start all over in order to gain that knowledge to learn, to be able to pass it. There's, very few ways to just kind of like look at it and see it unless you've you know you've seen that same setup before in a different level um so that is kind of what i would define as kaizo but the tldr of it is really 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 effing hard yeah, yeah it's it's funny my definition would have been a lot shorter and it would have just been the word bullshit um yeah, those well, levels are just <laughs> that is a good way to put it i mean yeah it, <laughs> i mean it, it, for some people that's how they're gonna feel and, and i will say like kaizo is very it's a very niche thing it's very very niche. absolutely yeah, yeah a lot of people like watching it a lot less people like playing it um because it is it's frustrating it's very much it's very much against like those normal game design principles that you see of like push the player along kaizo is designed to stop the player head out in his yes. track and force them to sit there at one spot for hours and hours and hours to try to get one trick one time um so it is it is very opposite of what you would normally what norm most people would define as an enjoyable experience in a video game for me however though that the reward you get once you're done is is the experience you know what i mean that reward you of accomplishment that reward of feeling that reward of saying i'm one of few people that have done this i'm one of few people that are capable of doing this it's it's a very very it's like a drug it's like a high for me and it, it is something that i uh, very much have been addicted to ever since I uh, ever since a viewer showed me what Kaizo was one day five years ago. So yeah, is it is it hard for you to go back to professionally designed like just regular games? You know, do they? Just I I would say I tend to lean towards like niche mm -hmm. games in general. Um, like 
like Dark Souls is Dark Souls obviously it's a mainstream game now yeah. but it's it's also incredibly niche it's a very very niche game it's super right. hard super difficult um you know very uh unforgiving no maps which is you know you would never do that in most video games you you took that to someone at Ubisoft and were like I'm not putting a map in this game they'd be like eh, no you're putting a map in you know what especially I mean? Ubisoft yeah especially Ubisoft you know what I mean <laughs> Ubisoft's the king of generic absolute <laughs> no offense to anyone um, at Ubisoft but you know <laughs> absolute offense to everyone at Ubisoft <laughs> I know Ubisoft office right now. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I, know, it, I I rag on Ubisoft a lot in my stream, so it's kind of a meme for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's um I I very much like uh you know a, a a niche genre of games. I like I like games where I feel like I lose something if I die. Um, those definitely appeal to me. And don't get me wrong, like I love there are games that like I love uh. Spider-Man and the Arkham series. Like I love the you know, mindlessly just beating up people and trying to make the coolest combo I possibly can. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I do still enjoy those games, but even something like uh like Ghost of Tsushima, uh, I found incredible. It's such a beautiful game, it's so gorgeous. But I was like, I've played this exact game with these exact quests with this exact open world yep. four or five times already. I, I don't I don't need to do this again whereas in dark souls you know what i mean in dark souls you know like each just going to each boss is such a, a incredible different experience and you have to learn every little you know you have to learn this movement and this attack and the timings for this and, and that's that stuff just appeals to me a lot more like having I, I i much rather have a sense of i did this rather than a sense of my character so powerful that he did this if that makes sense and that's something that just really appeals to me in games we had a very similar experience with Ghost of Tsushima, actually. But, totally um, bounced off of it. I saw you've been playing Spelunky too. Oh yeah, it sounds like that would work really well with. It's your my favorite game of all time. Yeah, it's it's only been out a week and it's my favorite game of all time. It's uh, Spelunky One was already in my top three games of all time, and Spelunky Two makes Spelunky One just look like a tech demo, and it's like so. Spelunky Two is so incredible. It's so deep. It has so many puzzles and secrets and. And in every, literally every movement and every action you take is going to deeply affect the rest of your run. And that is so appealing to me. I absolutely love Spelunky 2. Not only that, I am mentioning the credits of Spelunky 2 as well. So really? That, I saw that on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I popped off pretty hard yesterday when I finally saw the credits. And um, yeah, because it, it's, really, it's really funny because Splunky One was the first game I ever watched on Twitch. The first time I ever watched Twitch was Bananasaurus Rex's solo egg. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's more than seven years old? Yeah. Oh, I know. oh my God. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. Yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, so that was, and that was like uh, one of those like original like Twitch blow up moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. A very organic moment. And, and now it's really wild to me. I'm playing Splunky 2 and I'm higher than B Rex on the, the viewer list, which is, which is, <laughs> horrible like everyone's <laughs> so much better at the game than me but um but to also be you know named in these credits of this game i wasn't even on twitch when i was playing spelunky one waking up early before work to just get a couple runs in you know what i mean and then and now it's it's uh you know now i'm in the credits it was a very full circle surreal moment for spelunky 2 is is to me like the it's the greatest video game ever and i i i, I i'm so sad that people are so scared of its difficulty that it scares so many people off. Which, but at the same time, like, it's so hard. It is yeah. so hard. That's why it's fun. 
it's so much fun. Yeah. With the with the random or well rather procedural generation of the Spelunky games, your description of Kaizo levels reminds me a lot of other people's descriptions of games like Spelunky. Um, not like in a direct comparison sense, but when you said die to learn, um, there is a I think a lot of influence with like having to sort of push up against this wall until you finally find out how to overcome it. And yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah, you're 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 making me want to try to play gosh dang Super Mario Maker two, which I don't even think I have installed anymore. But I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> uh, with with Die to Learn, to take it a different route, that makes me think kind of of like Fall Guys. You're you're playing Fall Guys and you're doing this big Fall Guys thing, right? And like, I can't win that game. No, me neither. But like, I, it's obviously not the same type of die to learn, but there is an amount of like, you will not understand how this game works unless you die a bunch of times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Fall Guys is another one that, and, and which is kind of, it's so on the spectrums of like, you know, hardcore, Splunky 2 is like the hardest hardcore, you know, hardcore game. And Fall Guys is probably like the most casual game. Right. In some ways, but it does have a lot of those, elements that I love a lot of those Kaizo elements. It has like the uh, the memorization of routes. You know, I, I absolutely love that being a speedrunner. Um, it has the, now with the variant stages, it has, you know, you have to have a lot of reflexes and have a lot of adjusting on the fly. Uh, it has the interaction with the 60 other players bouncing around because they're jelly beans. Um, just, you know, having to react to that constantly and, and always putting a little kink in your armor here and there. Um, I, I absolutely love doing it because, uh, would love Fall Guys for those same reasons because it is, it is like, Every day I get a new, something new in Fall Guys. I get a, a new, I call them knowledge checkpoints. I get a new knowledge checkpoint every day in Fall Guys. And um, I've been using that term a lot with Splunky too. Like when you die, when you die to a new character, you're like, knowledge checkpoint. That's the only way you can get, the only way you can get excited when that 45 minute run just got smushed, you know, real quick. Um, you're like, knowledge checkpoint, got it. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, um, I think Fall Guys is definitely, uh, definitely also scratches that itch for me um and that way and and also like the i love that there's finally like a i'm using air quotes right here a br game for guys who are really good at running and jumping but not maybe necessarily so good at pew, 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 gunplay yeah 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 my my aim not hot you know what <laughs> i mean but my running and jumping I'm like a really, fucking pro man I'm <laughs> like pro at that my, my <laughs> yeah. Leg, yeah my leg i can aim my legs anywhere i can't fight <laughs> at all so um yeah it's it's just really it's really really awesome for a lot i know a lot of platforming guys that have just really attached to fall guys for those reasons yeah, yeah that's awesome I, I like your comparison with kaizo too because i think it was a developer quote where they said that they aimed for the game to be 50 percent skill and 50 percent like chance and luck yeah um which which checks out with the game yeah. but pretty close. i saw i was watching your Fall Guys playlist this morning, and I saw one of the comments said, <laughs> it made me laugh. This guy wrote the, the Grand Pooh Bear perfect paradox all skill when he wins, all luck when he falls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that, well, that's what I love about Fall Guys. And me and, my, me and my friends have talked about it. Like, I never feel bad when I lose at Fall Guys. I always feel good oh, yeah. when I win, but I never feel bad when I lose because we always just like, oh, my teammates suck. <laughs> that's uh, or blame my teammates or oh that was luck or oh that was random you know what i mean and, and it kind of makes this like it's this like weird perfect game where it's like when i get shot in you know in fortnite or warzone you know what i mean i oh, i'm mad at myself and everything else like in fall guys i'm like not 
just happened. The bean, the bean hit me. What are you going to do? You know? <laughs> no, so, absolutely. I, I love that. And, and it should be noted that Mediatonic's huge Kaizo nuts themselves. They're, they're, they're oh, really? They, yeah. They, a lot of people at Mediatonic have been uh, fans of a lot of the, the Kaizo speedrunners for a while. So cool. That's awesome. Really, really cool to find out. Yeah. And, and you're hosting a, a tournament of sorts right now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So I'm doing the Fall Mania series, uh, which is sponsored by my good friends at Red Bull. Um, and it is a it is a uh, series of events where we're basically trying to find the greatest Fall Guys player in the world. We wanted to take something that is very non esports and to steal a, a wrestling quote, make it esports entertainment, is what we're kind of doing. And 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 we kind of we kind of do that in that we like to play up the storylines of players like wrestling yeah yeah exactly we like to play it up a little bit the chat definitely picks their heroes and their villains throughout the events um and they root for them accordingly um which is like very very fun to see we, we try to take a little bit of i i'm a huge pro wrestling nerd so I, I try to take a little bit of the pro wrestling thing and add it to this game that we know i i everyone's aware that fall guys can it would never be able to be an esport like you know like League of Legends is because balance in that game is and should always stay impossible. Balance should just be a, 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 an impossible thing for that game. Um, but we can make it really, really fun. And, and we have found these players that are deeply excelling at the game and, and figuring out what, what happens when we put those four players together, but then also have the randomness of 50 other players who don't realize that they're playing in a tournament right now. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. These 50 other players have no idea that these four players are – playing for five thousand dollars cash you know what i mean they have no idea about this it makes it so much fun to kind of like uh see those interactions that happen and see all the crazy things that can go down in that you know it's it's like my favorite part in our tournament is when uh we call them npcs not non <laughs> we call, but non, non-participating competitors is what we call them. Oh. <laughs> non-participating competitors uh the npcs but when, when an npc grabs one of our guys and causes them to lose like we had we had a random player just you know had an opportunity to grief one of our players in the last tournament ended up knocking him out of that that was the thing that knocked him out of the tournament not one of our players not his own play like another player just randomly griefed him and knocked him out and it was amazing it was such a cool moment it sucked for him but it was such yeah. a cool made <laughs> for tv moment um and, and i kind of love having that like all that together in, in one session you know what i mean it makes it very unique from Anything else I would say that's on Twitch, uh, anything else that's in the esports, and, and honestly, anything else that's going on in the Fall Guys community right now. Totally, yeah, that's awesome. Is your involvement? Are you are you commentating every one of these? Are you playing it? Uh, it's, it the hundred thing. The whole thing was my idea. Um, it was one hundred percent my idea. Um, with that being said, uh, I couldn't do it without Red Bull. Red Bull is providing production and and the prize money. Originally, I was going to do it all on my own uh but i i always go to them with my wild stupid ideas and they were like yeah we'll we'll support this one why not <laughs> why not what else are we doing it's a pandemic you know what i mean we got nothing else going on so and it's been a hit it's been a uh, hit we went from one to four to eight now um we're gonna be doing um so uh it's just been it's been a win-win for everyone it's been a win for the community it's been a win for the players uh both the players that have won fall mania one and two weren't even partnered streamers they wow. were, you know, like Bugs, who just won this last tournament. I mean, this guy gets six viewers a stream. He's not a full-time gamer. So it's huge for him to be able to get that money from gaming, which, A, I mean, A, keeps your motivation going. But B, allows him to have a little bit more freedom to kind of pursue his dream a little bit more. So um, they're, they're, it's, just, it's just been a, a win-win-win for everyone involved, except for the 
player who's finished second twice. Yeah. Oh, Except yeah. for him. The one player who's finished second twice now. He's the one he's he's the one who takes the L's. I feel bad for him, but I love <laughs> What what happens if they um if you have your your four players or whatever in there and a random wins do they, do you they win do they yeah, get so contacted as part of the tournament the way we do it no 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 the way we do it is we uh I mean that'd be cool I wish we could do that though like if a random wins we find them on Twitter and like you're in the tournament now uh, uh but uh no the uh it, the way we do it is we count kudos so at the end of every Fall Guys game you get a uh, currency kudos and that is a static number that is based on what your medals were so if you got gold medal silver medal bronze medal pink medal, um, you get a certain amount of kudos for each round. Um, and what that does, that makes each round matter too. So it's not just like whether you won the crown at the finals. It's like, did you finish first place at DoorDash and then first place at this and first place at that? Well, that's going to give you an edge up on the player finished second, second, second. You know what I mean? So you're going to get more kudos. So we just count kudos. If an NPC wins the crown, we just go to the kudo count. If you, if you win a crown, you get uh, an extra, a bonus 800 kudos um for winning a crown which is you know that's in-game currency too so it's like we don't have to do any math the game does it all for us right. um and so it's very very easy um winning crowns is the way to gain the most points it's not the only way to gain points so players are trying everyone but definitely winning crowns is is the most important thing uh but not the be all end all i mean the our last game uh, our last fall mania too the winner won by 15 kudos which just to put that in perspective, 15 kudos is exactly how many you get for starting a game and exiting out immediately. Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow. So, so the difference between them was literally just not, not even finishing a round, but, um, you know, we, we marked it back that he lost a game because he finished 18th on a round instead of 17th on a round before. I mean, we, we, we did it back like we could have pointed to any different amount of moments, obviously, but that was, that was the one specific moment that uh, – he kind of dicked around and ended up costing him the tournament. So, wow. Yeah. Don't dick around in Fall yeah. Mania. Is the Don't dick around in Fall Mania. Exactly. <laughs> it's a very serious business. That should be the yeah. episode title. That should be the <laughs> Don't dick around. I love it. How does uh, someone get involved? How do you get in the tournament? Um, so, it's an invitational tournament. And uh, but with that being said, the way we've been doing it is we're trying to find people that have had those at a special moment in Fall Guys. You know, either they, you know, they've got so many crowns that you can't miss them, or they made a clip. Um, you guys remember that viral video, the viral TikTok video, with the kid on the left criticizing the Fall Guys hexagon player on the right? The kid on the left was calling him a tryhard and saying, like, bro, why are you even doing this? It was this, there was this big viral TikTok video that went off. Um, well, never... Yeah. <laughs> Never mind then, but I was gonna say we got the guy on the right. You know, the guy on the right. Oh, he was the try hard. You got the exactly. We got the try hard to come in and play <laughs> the game. You know what I mean? Like, and so and so we're finding people with different uh, different ways like that. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm scouring Twitch. I'm watching to see like, you know, like when I'm sitting in my computer working on something else, I'm pulling up Fall Guys streams to like see like, oh, is this could this player compete? Could this player do well? You know what I mean? And, and streamers of all sizes, it's very important to me to have. I want to have giant streamers, obviously, because we need to bring names, but I want to have no names because we want to have surprises and dark horses and people come out of the, the woodwork, you know what I mean? We want to create those storylines um, with it. So it, it's very much like you got to kind of get noticed in the community somehow by doing something. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, and that doesn't mean get a thousand viewers, but it does mean like do something. The first Fall Mania, like uh, I, the first guy that did a hammer jump off slime climb, I was like, 
you found a strat, come into Fall Mania. Let's see how you play. You know what I mean? Um, so it's very much just like, can you get noted? I guess specifically by me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I pick the players. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how you. All you guys. All guys. <laughs> yeah. You show up with like a golden ticket in their inbox. I know. I feel bad about it. I the do, Willy I Wonka of Fall Guys himself. It. Yeah. I know. We, well, and, and the goal the goal is like, I, I would love to get more of, you know, I'd lo- love to have like more playing games and things. Totally. Yeah. That is so cool, though, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It must you... be. Oh, Alex. Oh, sorry. No, oh, you sure you don't want to go? Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, sorry. Um, so you you talked about Fall Guys as an eSport, and, and you made a really interesting comparison there. This actually really closely mirrors a conversation we had on the podcast when cool. Fall Guys came out, um, where we basically were like, what does the future of Fall Guys look like? Like, will it make it as an eSport? Uh, how long will this be in the public eye? Do you think it'll stick around? It's obviously, I, I think we can safely say it won't be the next Fortnite because nothing will ever be the next Fortnite. But like, do you think it'll carve out a niche of its own? What what, what do you think the future of Fall Guys holds? Uh, well, I mean, I think Fall Guys is going to be, I think Fall Guys is going to stay as, what do I want to say? Like Fall Guys is going to stay as popular as they're willing to update it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think even you just saw the, the, the quick decline, uh, two weeks ago, it had a pretty, it had a pretty drastic decline. And then the, since it added the variant stage, it just kind of stayed steady, but that's because people got bored of the same 25 games. You know what I mean? You, yeah. see, you see the same 25 games over and over and over again, and you're doing the same routes to them over and over and over again. It is going to get boring. Um, so I think as long as fall guys is willing to a keep adding these variants, to their stages and B just keep adding in new stages constantly. Uh, that is going to be the thing that keeps Fall Guys is a mainstay game. And and to their to their credit, I I very much feel like Mediatonic totally understands that and gets that. Um, just the the way they've updated so far. I mean, the first things they had to do was take care of the hackers. Once they got rid of the hackers, now they've now they're just like adding in variants <laughs> and new stages, and it's and it's really great. It's going to be really really exciting to see it come up. I'm really hopeful that season two brings a long list of, of new stages while still letting us have these stages that we have now. Right. Um, and just- That was my a, question, yeah. Yeah to, create, that yeah, to create a variety where you could play, you know, let's say you play a game all day and maybe you, you don't see a game more than twice, you know what I mean? You don't see any of these games more than twice. That's what's really gonna make it uh, last, in, in my opinion. Um, totally. Personally, yeah. It must be crazy for you to have gone from studying journalism to doing this. I I would argue that what you're doing is a type of games journalism in itself. I think Twitch streaming is where that's moving. But what's it like to go from studying journalism to now being able to host these events where you give someone five thousand bucks for playing a video game? Like that must. Be- uh, yeah, I mean it's all it's all wild. It's very very. I mean, before I started streaming, the year before I started streaming, I was in a hospital a whole year. I almost, I, was, I almost died that year um, from a snowboard accident. So um, it's, it is very, very wild to me uh, to go to look back and like be at the, I was at the bottom of my life the right before I started streaming. It's led to the best parts of my life. I mean, more specifically, like that injury is the only reason I ever started streaming. If I didn't, if I didn't get injured, I would have just been snowboarding forever and ever and ever and ever. And I would have never tried streaming. Um, so it's kind of weird how the worst moment of my life has led to the best moments of my life now, um, and getting to do these really cool things and getting to, you know, work with companies like Red Bull to give away a ton of money. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just been, it's a really, really cool 
full circle thing. I think, I think you just never know where your life's going to go, where your life's going to end up, where it's going to take you. You know what I mean? We all have, when you're young, you have this idea of I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to make this money. I'm going to have this family. And like, but it doesn't, it doesn't work out like that. It never is never going to work out like that. The world's going to throw a million wrenches in your way. And you know, it, it it's, you just kind of got to roll where it takes you. I'm sure no one yeah. could have predicted. It's cool. There's kind of an, maybe irony is the wrong word, but that, uh, by getting an injury that you're sort of saying took you away from the option of your first chosen avenue of athleticism, you did eventually end up becoming officially hired by Red Bull as an athlete. And I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool. I mean, what it's, I, I tell this story to, I've told this story to Red Bull a few times, but my, like my goal as a, when I was snowboarding, I was, I was semi-pro trying to go pro snowboarder and I was, I, like my dream was to be signed by Red Bull to so I could ride with Travis Rice and John Jackson, right? That was my dream as a kid because the Red Bull guys got to go to the biggest mountains and the coolest helicopters and ride whatever they wanted. And you just had this perspective of they've got access to everything, right? And then, you know, you fast forward uh, eight years later, essentially, and John Jackson, this my idol as a snowboarder, is walking... And he walks into my house and gives me my Red Bull hat and, and, and knows who I am. And we play video games all day. And it's so, it was so wild. I was like, it was like, it was like this moment where like, holy shit, I achieved my dream. Like, like this was my dream was to have John Jackson know who I was and be with Red Bull. But I did it in such a, you know, the opposite of a weird roundabout way. You know what I mean? So it, it is kind of, uh, a wild thing to think about and just like uh you know very much like roll with the punches that life gives you and in some ways kind of lesson or something I, I guess not not really a lesson but you know yeah I I love that it, you went from you know you had a career and you were like oh I never could have known what it was in the past what you're doing now kind of didn't really exist even like eight years ago especially not definitely not in the degree that it does now it's like a whole new medium almost you know and you're one of the you know, you're not to say that you're like one of the, the founders of it, but you're like, you know, you're kind of some of the like YouTube speed running old guard, you know, and now that's uh, it's kind of weird now to think about that, because I still think about myself as even in speed running, I still feel like a newbie sometimes, but I'm not anymore. I've been I've been to I've done 15 GDQ runs, you know, and I, no, yeah, I'm not a newbie yeah. anymore. I, I've I'm probably one of the top 10 guys as far as runs done um, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it it is kind of weird to it is weird to think about it, about how quickly that happens, how quickly you go from being a noob to a a, a veteran and a and a leader in your in your own little thing. Yeah, I, I it is wild. It is a very very wild transition, I guess, or something. And it happens. You don't even realize that it's happening. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the the the, the entire format of the media just changed. Yeah. It's so wild. And I I often tell people that like I I never change anything about myself the world luckily just changed for me like you know what i mean i i always sat around and played video games my whole life you know what i mean so snowboarding and video games were just like the minute i turned 18 and had freedom like that's all i did was snowboard and video games and you play <laughs> that's the dream yeah. also were you like on the oh. 1080 downhill and sean oh, i hate no okay so this is funny because i i hate i 1080 is a racing game don't like it okay. SSX, <laughs> ssx is an arcade game don't like it um my favorite snowboard game ever is this one called stoked it was came out on 360 um and actually travis rice was in it 
Um, but it is, it's kind of like a, a little bit sloppier version of skate is what I would call it. And Ooh, okay. I love skate. Skate's my, skate's my favorite board game ever, period. Yeah, I love <laughs> board <laughs> Boarding game. Boarding yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Risk is my favorite. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Stoked was this one. But there's another one coming, Shredders, for Xbox One. They just released this big. And, and that was the first time where I ever saw a snowboard game and thought, that looks like actual snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Like, that looks like actual snowboarding. Even um, Steep, which, that's a, that's a knock Ubisoft. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, two things about Steep. One, they, one of the people that they were doing promo for uh, died when they were doing promo, a skier, a Red Bull skier. So I will always, I will always be a little bit – she was from Lake Tahoe where I lived at the time. Um, so there will always be a little bit thing. But also they didn't mocap snowboarders in that game. I don't know why. But all the snowboarders' shoulders are face forward like they're skiers and their side. It just – it looks so weird to me. And it doesn't matter how good everything else looks in the game, I can't move past that. I just cannot move past that at all. <laughs> no, that, that makes sense. It's like um, absolutely when we watch a TV show and someone's playing Halo with like a GameCube controller. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it's the only thing you can think about. Yeah. When they're hitting a 9,000 buttons at one time, you know? Oh, yeah, they're always, like, climbing the sticks in every direction. Hearing you say that you were a semi-pro snowboarder is really funny to me because the other day we were watching a Tim Rogers video. Yeah, loved him. And he was um, joking about, like, playing a game against you. He called you out. He called you out. He was joking about playing a game against you, and he was like, I'm just kidding. You're very naturally talented. And, like, it sounds like that is... (laughs) a lot more true than I thought it was. It sounds like you just have these things that you like and go for them and do extremely well. Um, I would love to say it's natural talent. It's definitely not though. It is like, I, I am a grinder. Um, even, even in snowboarding, like I was never someone that's like, I'm gonna do that. Like when I would think of a trick, it wasn't like, all right, I'm gonna, I, I, I got it first try. It was never happened for me. Um, it was very much like, I will spend all day getting it once and then all day the next day getting it twice and all day the next day getting it three times until I can get it and I beat myself up I mean I've I broke my elbow four times in one year um yeah uh between skating and snowboarding and uh I I I I wish I had more natural talent but it's it's really just I have a lot of time I have especially in video games I just have a whole lot of time man you know like I'm, I'm totally like I I just have enough time and enough uh drive to where when i when i think of something in my head and i think i want to do that i can't get it out of my head unless i do it and and that's just like it's something for me like i once it's in my head or once i've said it out loud and i i have to do it i i can't not do it i can't let myself not know that feeling of what it is you know whatever whatever it may be i i have to get that feeling and it, and and in some ways, like in this, it's very good. In other ways, I think it's it's really a detriment to my life in other ways because I get so hyper-focused that when I do fail, it, it drains me um, in a lot of ways. So um, I'm, I'm very lucky that I've been able to cultivate a career that rewards that mm-hmm. uh, kind of yeah. psych- psychosis or, you know, and I don't, know, I don't know the right word to say, you know, like a uh, weird, insane, like mental... Thing that I have, you know, um, but well, dog with a bone, right? You just got to keep going at it until you get yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it's, but it's also lucky. Like literally, literally, when I was two years old, I got an NES and skis in the same year, and so like it was 
yeah, I mean, that was like my whole life was just snow and video games too. So I do have a, a lot of luck that I, my 10,000 hours came long before I became a pro gamer, you know? <laughs> well, and none of us have ever been on the other side of the window when it comes to streaming, but I, I have to imagine when you're practicing a trick or when you were practicing a trick for skating or snowboarding, I mean, that's, it's, it's, um, the work and payoff must be very personal. Like you're, yeah. you're there with yourself, but in you're running a Mario Kaizo level 40 or 50 times, you have the chat there encouraging you and feeling those ups and downs with you. And that, that must be a very different experience. Uh, in yeah. Person. It's fun to have like the immediate reaction. It's also fun to see these people that were like, they'll go on the journey with you. You know what I mean? Cause I very much have like, it's very much like, uh, all right, I suck at this. My goal is this. I'm here. My goal is over here. You know what I mean? We got to work to get all the way up there. And it's very fun to have people that'll, that'll roll that with that journey for you and, and rewarding. And it also makes you, it also, it also, uh, on the other end of that, it, it puts pressure on you that you, what if you just are stop having fun with that goal or something else? Or what if you, what if you realize like, I just literally can't achieve this. Um, it does, you put this pressure on you where you feel like you're letting people down. So it is a double-edged sword in that way, but um, it definitely uh, helps, helps a lot in, in pushing you and keeping motivated and, you know, not wanting to, to fall behind, you know, your friends or your community and things like that. You know, wanting to stay up on the, the meta, as they call it. On the, yeah. Yeah. On the fall guys meta. The fall guys meta. Yeah. You know, yeah. Actually, actually, that's a big thing. Like I have, so I have a, we have a server where there's probably like 10 of us in there and we're just sharing like any. In fall guys? Oh yeah, yeah. And any, we just share like all, every and all like cool fall guys clips we can find and anything else. And then, and then it's always like when something happens and we're like, man, I wonder if you can recreate that. Then it's like, five of us in there like all right i did this and this made it easier right now i'm doing your strap but i added this and that's making it easier you know what i mean and it, like how can we get it to be uh, something we can consistently do over and over and over again yeah um yeah it's yeah. it's been really really fun to stay on that cutting edge fall guys meta because uh especially with that game you know you only you only get a day or two yeah or everyone's going to be doing it you know what i mean because you know once a once they see once the beans see you do it in screen which that's how I found a lot of these shortcuts is I just saw another bean doing it. And I was like, Hey, doing that now. Um, and, and, but then like, not only that, you know, you add to this fact that, you know, I got 3000 people watching me and those 2000 people are clipping it, sharing it to their socials and you know what I mean? And, and so it's, it's the meta is going to get out there. So you, you have such short time where you can own those little pieces of meta before everyone catches up and fall guys that we always have to constantly be uh, pushing it, you know? Mm. Yeah, to stay on, to stay consistently on top. Otherwise, we'll just all be mediocre players. Right. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like you're a mediocre <laughs> Try not at all. Try not. So, yeah. It's, this um, this will have come but, up in one of your streams, but I, I don't know. But I have to ask for at least a couple of our listeners to settle a debate about Seesaw. I got to know where you fall on Seesaw. <laughs> I love Seesaw. I mean, I don't, it's amazing how many people don't understand the, how gravity works. Or that, or that or that big line in the middle like you know what i mean that line that blatant line of demarcation in seesaw you know like it's, it's literally a line that says hey above here stay below there go you know i, I it blows my mind how many people do not understand that concept uh I have a friend who's an engineer and whenever I play Fall Guys with him, he's always like, oh, I hate this level. I don't get it. And it's like, what do you not get? It's, oh. it's, what, it's your job. Like, <laughs> that just shows you the state of America's bridges right now. You know? <laughs> uh, 
no, I, I love I, I I have no problems with CISA. Honestly, I love um all the games in in Fall Guys. I mean, even DoorDash, which is is much more luck than skill based. I, I I really like it for that reason. You know what I mean? I, I think I think one of the big things with Fall Guys that's so appealing is is like even if even if you're playing with me and I've played a thousand hours and you've played a hundred hours, you or you played ten hours, you still got a you still got a chance. You're yeah. not out of it. Oh, if yeah. you if you play against you know Cipher and Fortnite, I have no chance. There's no way I'm gonna beat Cipher ten out of ten times in a one on one. But if we both play Fall Guys, like we're both gonna get some wins if we play ten games. You know what I mean? So I I think that's uh, an endlessly appealing thing to me and to the game, and, and one of the reasons why it's it's been so successful and continues to be so successful. And I think that's another reason why Fall Mania is so exciting. You know, we bring back the champion every time. So if anyone does repeat. It's not just, you know, it's not just that their skills were so great. It's that they also overcame the pure <laughs> randomness of what the game is. You know what I mean? They, they had the Fall Guys God shine down on them all at one time, too. So, yeah. I'd like to hope one of them becomes the heel eventually. And then yeah. everyone recognizes them. Some randoms are just trying to sabotage them. <laughs> they don't get the Stream snipe them. Yeah, yeah. So I know we're running short on time, but I had a thing I wanted to ask you. I forgot to ask you two okay. about this, but normally yeah. we end an episode with me asking them what their favorite game of an individual year was. But instead of that, I was wondering in the time since you became a streamer, Twitch has gone through all of these phases. You know, there was GTA Online and Fortnite and Fall Guys. Which part of Twitch so far has been the most fun to you? I, I think I might know the answer, but I'm curious. Which part of like which like which like bad which bad oh yeah we were were talking about we were talking about this the other day um with a few friends while we were playing Among Us was which which Twitch yeah which Twitch like a Among Us is pretty high up there but um which like Twitch viral moment is my favorite uh the two I would point to two one the there actually three There's, there's three. Uh, Bob Ross, the Bob Ross uh, two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. That was in. That was so incredible. Um, that was just like such a special, fun time on Twitch. Um, and it's something that I can't describe. That was like a piece of magic that will never get back again. Yeah. Um, there was this one day, and and I don't know if you guys remember, it was about three and a half years ago, where this guy called Piano Improv Man. Um. For some reason, his stream just blew up one day. Um, and he's just this, he's like this like 65-year-old guy with a, a naggy wife who it, like that's her gimmick. That's her gimmick. Yeah. And, and who <laughs> who plays piano and you know, he'll do video game music or like Elton John or like whatever you requested. And for some one person shared out his stream, then another shared out his stream, then another, another, and all of a sudden it became this thing where his alerts were backed up for like two hours, right? Wow. And so we're all donating just to see how far our alerts back and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And that one was really special. This guy ended up streaming like 18 hours long. He made enough for a down payment on a new house. And wow. yeah, it was just like this, like just this incredible, crazy viral moment. And it, ha- it happened for him. It was his moment. It's, you know, and he went back down to his normal viewership like two days later and it, it's just this like very, very incredible moment. And then my other favorite one was when the Power Rangers was on, 
everyone was super hyped about it until the White Ranger came, and then everyone, <laughs> and then everyone was like, "All right, we saw the White Ranger." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the cut. We're done. Yeah, we're done. And so I think I think those three were very very fun. I'm really liking the Among. I, I really like the Among Us and Fall Guys, though. I think I think this year um, we needed these games that we can play together with people of any skill level. Yeah. Um, because a lot of like, you know, like I don't play multiplayer Mario with, I, I have friends that I won't play multiplayer Mario with because it's not fun for either of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I can play Fall Guys with everyone. You know, yeah. I can play Among Us with everyone. I don't, I don't need anyone to have any skill level for Among Us. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. I, I think those things have really, uh, they're kind of what 2020 needed and they've been a really, really fun time. It's really, it's really been fun to see Among Us blow up in general just because it's, this game was sitting right under our nose for three years and nobody yeah. knew about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, just like the white Ranger, I think this is our signal that we're <laughs> just about done. <laughs> um, so obviously we said that you're on Twitch. Uh, where can people find you if they want to watch your stuff or hear your stuff or. Um, um, grand Pooh Bear, twitch.tv slash Grand Pooh Bear, youtube.com slash Grand Pooh Bear, TikTok Grand Pooh Bear, Instagram Grand Pooh Bear. Everywhere, I'm just at Grand Pooh Bear. No H. Um, Grand Pooh Bear all around the board. Yeah, Grand Pooh Bear all around the board. Uh, you can f- catch Fall Mania uh, this Thursday and then every other Thursday. Uh, this Thursday, the 20, what is that? The 24th? 24th. This Thursday, the 24th. I don't know when this is going to go out. And every other Thursday after that, uh, including October 8th. Um, uh, sorry, every other Thursday, not Tuesday. Including October 8th, uh, Fall Mania will be happening. Uh, it's an amazing, super fun event. If you never watch an esports tournament or think you wouldn't be into it, give this one a try because I can promise you it'll be super entertaining. Um, it's a very, very fun, exciting event. Uh, so check that out. Perfect. Sweet. All right. And thank you very much, Grand Pooh Bear, for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you very much to listeners for coming on this special episode. This, I said that and this at the same time. So it came out right. like. Thus. Thus. I'll say that it has to be in the King's English. Thus hath been the Emerald Games cast special episode. I've been Nolan. With me, as always, has been. I'm Janelle. And? I'm Alex. Uh, real quick, uh, if you have any questions, concerns, emails, anything like that, um, send them to us at emeraldgamescast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at odegamescast. Um we love getting information or topics or anything like that. So shoot us a message if you feel Someone like it. Someone email um. <laughs> <laughs> We never get emails. Anyways, yes, that has been the episode. Um, send us, as always, a four-page essay on your opinion on Seesaw. Thank you. <laughs>